What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, after a embarrassing loss this past, or actually yesterday, um, I'm back to doing what I sort of do better, which is hosting a podcast that talks about soccer, unless there's not any real soccer to talk about. Then we're talking about video games and a bunch of other fun stuff, and we're going to do that here tonight. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, this is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. And it's in! Darwin Jones with the response for Orange County. And it is a massive one. Austin Bold dominant in the last step. Forrester in the middle now. Gets behind a few defenders. Forrester with the outside of the foot. What a strike by Mary Forrester. It's the opening goal for Orange County. Heads it down. Back post. Opportunity and a goal! A beautiful goal by Orange County. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast presented by Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. We are the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans and supporters, and of course, also now video game soccer, because that's a thing nowadays. Uh, I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you pretty much every episode, except for that one time I was too sick to jump on and Dylan and Alan held fort on their own. Uh, yeah, let's just talk to the people that are here besides me, because you don't want to hear just my voice. Let's introduce first my co-host since day one. Dylan from County Line Coalition. Dylan, how are you feeling after my defeat yesterday? I'm in. <laughs> I don't. You doesn't affect me. Um, but I don't know if people want to hear my voice either. So, so then let's uh, introduce our other co-host of this amazing show. Uh, we first heard him when he was crumbling a potato chip bag on the USL show. I said, we got to get him on here. And he's never... Just, he, we can't get rid of him now. He's a member, a full-fledged member of our podcast. That's Alan in San Diego. Alan, how are things down in San Diego? Oh, they're fantastic. Um, things are going well. Uh, just finished the watching, rewatching all nine Star Wars movies. Actually, ten because we watched Rogue One in the middle. So, uh, no, things have been going well. Um, just happy to be back here with two fine co-hosts and uh, our guests. So I'm excited to see where this goes. And yeah, we have a guest uh, on board with us for this journey. I don't know why he decided to jump on, but he he definitely took the invitation and we're going to accept it. Um, and I did not confirm how to pronounce the name, although I'm going to just look at it. I'm going to try and pronounce it the way it looks like it is. Let me know if I'm wrong. He's all the way from Florida. He is actually participating in not one, but two FIFA leagues right now, the USL Championship, which is what I am participating in, and also the league-sanctioned USL E-Cup representing Miami FC, or as Dylan likes to say, the Miami FC. I guess that's the way you say it, because I'm getting the thumbs up from our guest. That's Austin, is it Robillard? Yep, perfect. Spot on. Woohoo! I got a name right, gentlemen. <laughs> How you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm representing uh, the Miami FC in both those cups, and you're in, you know, the EUSL championship with me, so that's that's cool. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. 
No, we're, we're, we're definitely glad to have you on. And we actually have a pretty good performer from the EUSL championship. Unlike myself and Alan, we're sort of mid and low table here in the West. But we got someone that's undefeated in the East. And uh, talking right before we went live, there's actually three undefeated teams in the Eastern Conference for the EUSL championship. Uh, Austin is one of those teams. And I, I think, Austin, you were mentioning you're actually going to be uh, competing against one of those other undefeated teams this week. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Connor Swats is Team Swats is what he goes by. Um, he is eight and zero. I'm also eight and zero, and then top of the table is nine and zero. So someone has a game in hand, uh, but it's going to be a big matchup. We're planning for Saturday. Because- Uh, so he had, and I both had a chance to play on throughout the entire week if we kept on winning games in USL E-Cup. So he played for Saturday night, prime time, because it's a big game. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a little scary, a little intimidating, because his goal differential is nuts compared to mine. He, he's winning, like, I think I looked two weeks ago or a week ago, he's winning games on an average of 8-1 to one or something crazy. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. It should be fun. And like we had our, our BGN uh, mate, Mike, from Nutmeg State on last week. And he, I think Connor was the one that he was mentioning that's like running up the scores like crazy. Because I was I was telling him I, I tend to go easy if I get a decent lead. I don't try and just destroy someone. I want to make it fun for everyone. And he was like, no, you have to do this. There's this guy, I, and I believe it was Connor, he was, he was um, using it as an example, that just is going for the point differential because it's needed. I sort of reminded him, hey, there's a playoffs, I believe, at the end of the regular season. So as long as you make the playoffs, you have a chance. The, the goal differential isn't going to mean anything. It's like you go into the match now down 20 goals because of your goal differential. It's you know playoffs, U.S.-style sports. Just go in and um, get the one and done, and, and hopefully something magical happens. So that will be pretty amazing to see. I know there's also a big match out here in the Western Conference of the USL Championship between uh, – uh, um, Jeremiah Ramos, who is the Phoenix Rising representative, and he is facing the uh, other undefeated player in the West, who I had faced earlier, and I put up a, a, I guess, a decent showing when you look at the way he's played against some other participants in this league, and that's uh, uh, Dalton Knutson from Union Omaha. So some big matchups here, video game wise, which is pretty awesome to see. Hopefully, y'all get to check these out. We'll definitely uh, on our social media. We'll definitely shoot out the information of where you can view these matches, and we'll give. Uh, Austin, a chance to 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 talk about that. But really quick, let's talk about a not so amazing match that happened just yesterday. For those of you that didn't watch our live stream, uh, I went into a very important match, needing three points to stay towards the top of the table. But unfortunately, I could not score a goal. I could not donate money to Relay for Life. Uh, so now I'm sitting mid table. I believe Alan called it out yesterday at the end of the match. I'm ninth now. I think that's where I went in, uh, went into the match, but. You know, you don't earn points. You sort of stay where you are. Uh, Alan, what what went wrong for me in that match? Uh, everything went wrong for you in that match. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, that was earlier against uh, Knudsen. Uh, no, I, I thought um, you played a pretty decent defensive game. You put yourself in a position to score some goals, but unfortunately, you did not. And... Um, and also, unfortunately, there were a couple little uh, blips here where he was able to find a little bit of space, and he put a couple good shots in. It's one of those frustrating matches where you feel like you play a good game, but for some reason, things aren't clicking offensively, and he just found a, a few little gaps to pull um, a couple through, and that was the difference. Um, Dylan, let me ask you, can I just blame Sebastian Giovinco for his horrible shooting in that match? I mean, I could not control that, right? Um, yeah, I'm sure that is not determined by how you press 
the B button and for how long you hold it. <laughs> sure, those two things have nothing, nothing to do with each other at all. Well, let me let me ask you, Austin. Have you ever played FIFA with uh, and used a, a someone that's a known score, someone that usually uh, can hit the back of the net, and just wondered how the hell the ball sailed thirty feet over the uh, crossbar? Yeah, if you ever play Ultimate Team, every single player is just like that. Ultimate Team, that that is where like you'll have the you'll have some you know crazy special card or something like that, and they will just the, the gameplay sometimes is abysmal. So I'll say that that game wasn't your fault. It was Giovinco's. Yes, I will take that. Uh, let, you, you mentioned Ultimate Team really quick. We'll get back to my game. Uh, are you more of an Ultimate Team player, or do you typically play pro clubs? What is your your game when you're playing FIFA? Um, when FIFA first came out, I was Ultimate Team only, and I was playing in Foot Champs and stuff like that. Uh, but then I kind of drifted away from FIFA for a couple months, um, and I just finally got back into it, I guess, at the right time. And I've kind of just been grinding in like online seasons. Uh, but now I'm kind of getting back in Ultimate Team because in seasons and the competition just kind of isn't there for me. Not to, you know, toot my own horn. But so now I'm back in Ultimate Team and trying to, you know, work my way back up there just to get more practice in. It's hard when you jump into Ultimate Team a little bit late or you take that break because you miss out on a bunch of opportunities to, to build your team and Absolutely. all these other people that are willing to spend like three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 on their team have done so. And now they have, you know, Neymar and Ronaldo and... Uh, whoever else you could throw on there that works out chemistry wise. Let me get back to my match because I Dylan's like looking like I have no idea what this is. I don't and, and Alan doesn't like to play uh trading card soccer apparently or I forget what he calls it or something like that. Um let me ask you, Dylan, uh with my loss this past weekend, I'm now sitting ninth, uh not too far ahead of, of Alan anymore. Alan actually has a chance maybe of catching up to me. Can Alan catch up to me? If we go back a couple of weeks and we talk about how many matches we all thought Allen was going to win this entire season, if he gets all of those wins in the next, I think I said he'd get three wins. I think if he gets those three wins in his next three matches, he has a shout. So you, you go Allen, but yeah, I have a have lot. A shout, in, I have a lot in common with the Miami FC, the real team, is that I can't figure out how to win a game. So um, it's been that brutal. <laughs> I'm not a FIFA player, but it's been that brutal. I've been, like, consistently getting better. Like, as as Miami continue to play, I think they would have figured it out. Uh, but when you put those kind of players together, um, it's sometimes that chemistry is hard to come by, and a team like St. Louis can do that. Um, my excuse is um, my team's new also and also haven't had much time to practice. I don't okay, think that's, that's, a little bit of a dig, that's a little bit of a dig there, Alan. We all know what no, you're talking I, about there with your uh, no. undefeated, what may well, not be a real season if it, get, it gets canceled and all that fun stuff. Then it doesn't to, count, so it doesn't matter. To be fair, that first loyal match was – we talked about this earlier, I think, on the BSI podcast – uh, Fail Harbor said that was the most boring soccer match he'd ever seen in his entire life. So, like, it wasn't like it was really pretty on our side either. Um, but, um, no, I had to get that slight dig in because we are undefeated and number one in the West. And I am also terrible at FIFA. So it was like a little bit of a dig there, a little bit of a dig here. Um, it's impressive to watch, like, people who are good at FIFA play FIFA. No, like knowing how hard it is to for me to be my level which is like right here to watch someone like 
put up crazy goal differential or go undefeated against people I know are really good, also really good at FIFA is is pretty impressive. So I'm really uh, actually really interested and excited to check out the East Conference for a week because I usually only wa- pay attention to a couple games in the West. So I might this might draw me in to watch some pretty competitive video game FIFA um, and just be impressed. We'll have to find a way. We have to talk to like the powers that be for this EUSL championship to find a way to to make sure the schedule works out where we can either have like one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, or a back-to-back of these like two undefeated matchups and find a way to like make sure it gets spread out to everyone so a bunch of people can actually watch this because I'm really anxious to, to see this. I haven't watched any of the Easter Conference matches, so sorry, Austin. I'm not trying to be rude or mean. I haven't got a chance to catch you and, and check out any of your stuff, but I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that matchup this weekend if, if I can – make sure I find the time and get on there. So we'll make sure we stay in communication. I'll figure out what time it is. Um, we'll even uh, make sure we we throw it out on our social media and we'll link it onto our Twitch account so people can watch it on our Twitch channel if they prefer or yours or whoever else's. We'll host it on our channel. I'm sure we can get Alan to host it on his channel as, as well. Uh, let's talk about your season so far because it's undefeated. Um, heading into this whole thing, you did, probably didn't really know many of the participants, so it's hard to really gauge where you're at, skill level, where you're going to be. Uh, are are you doing better than you anticipated or are you sort of where you thought you would be at this point of the season? I think I'm doing better than I anticipated because right when I saw the opportunity to join e- the EUSL championship is when I decided to start playing FIFA again. Uh, so coming in, I was like, you know what, obviously this is going to be for fun. And now I'm eight and oh, and like, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that also just joined just for fun. And there's other people, I mean, there's a, the skill gap is kind of massive, uh, at least in my division. Um, but I love the community that we've kind of built like through like everybody. And we, we all get to have fun with it. There's no like beefing. There's nothing like that. It's all just a bunch of fun and everybody supports each other and stuff like that. So that's really cool to see. But to answer your question, no, I didn't expect to be here. I didn't expect to be eight. No. Have you uh, been utilizing one team or have you been moving around to some different teams? And if so, what teams have you been using? Uh, Only Atletico Mineiro from Brazil. And there's a a specific reason why. And it's because going into the tournament, they specified the rules being it's going to be online squads. And before, you know, everything shut down, there was still opportunity for some teams to go up and down. Their form will go up and down and stuff like that. So I wanted to use a team that didn't have that opportunity. And because they don't have the license in the Brazilian Serie A, that team always has the same form. And they're all made up players. None of them are real. And I, they've got a really good striker and a really solid defense. So I was like, you know what? I got to go with this team. So I think, Alan, that's the team that you utilize when you play, right? Yeah, that striker makes me look like actually competent at the game. Like sometimes he holds onto the ball. I'm like, I'm not pushing anything. And he's like dribbling around a dude. He's he's legit. Yeah, he's absolutely insane. I want to get a jersey with his name on it, even though he doesn't exist. He's that good. That's, that, that's, that's pretty funny that uh, it's it, it takes me back. I don't know. I'm going to age myself here. But back in the days before video games had like really good licensing with both the teams and the player association, you'd get like a basketball or a baseball game um, and it would have generic names. Or when they did get those licensing, there would be those one or two players that just refused to be part of that. So like a Barry Bonds or for baseball, I remember they would have just some random name, but it looked just like a Barry Bonds. Or I guess you could talk about, you know, the, the NCAA games where uh, EA stopped making them because they were about to get sued by former players for making money off their likeness in a video game. Cause you know, like Ed O'Bannon, you played at UCLA as UCLA back in the days. It was this bald headed guy that wore Ed O'Bannon's number and played like Ed O'Bannon. Um, so 
yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that in video games nowadays. And, and the fact that you two gentlemen are, are utilizing that as your squad, that's, that's a pretty interesting thing there. Um, Speaking of bald-headed guys, there's a bald-headed midfielder who plays that team who's indeed. speedy and legit. Roberto yeah, Dorado. Yeah. I will, I, listen, I built a connection with this team that I never thought I could have. It's amazing. You have a connection with fake players. That's that's the fun part. It's not like it's yeah. a, a video game version of a real player. These are just randomly made up dudes that are probably trying to mimic the real life counterparts on the team, maybe. But uh, with you know fake names, uh, you know, interestingly enough, they give them you know Brazilian type names when they're they're putting them on this roster. So I, I could just I want to see maybe EA gets in trouble for that. Who knows? Um, what are your expectations then heading into this week against another undefeated uh, player? One that's, I, I, I think from what I know, if he's not a pro gamer, he's pretty high up there and probably is interested or trying to do that type of thing. Um, do you think you can pull off the the win and stay undefeated after this week? I hope so. Um, I've watched a couple of his games and I mean, he's, he's nasty. I mean, he's good at the game and I know it. So, I mean, I've been practicing a bunch just, for this matchup specifically, I looked at it right in the beginning of the year when I saw I was winning and he was winning these games. And um, so I'm excited. I don't know if I'm going to win. Uh, I'm not expecting to win, but I am expecting a pretty good game. Um, so we'll see. I hope I can pull out the win or at least to draw, you know, to stay even on points. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. So I want to uh, hand it off to Dylan here because I don't want Alan, Austin, and myself to hog all the airtime. Uh, Dylan's just sort of standing there listening to what we have to say, staring off into nothingness off to the side. Uh, Dylan, jump into the conversation. Oh, yes, sir. Um, I have nothing. I have nothing <laughs> to say about this. I've never played Ultimate Teams. Um, I'm obviously not in the USL. You're the, the only one out of us that's not in the USL too. That's the sad part. How's that Rocket League thing going, Dylan? Are you gonna? Or is that gonna happen, or did that not happen? Because it sounded like it didn't happen for OC, huh? OC always gets fucked up. For, I don't think it happened for any team. I We're talking about like the, the the supporter group driven uh, Rocket League, yeah. not the USL version one. Just to let Austin know, oh, um, well, they're getting they're getting left behind as well. They just dropped another match today. But who did? Orange County there. Oh, yes, yes. We could we could talk about that. But yeah, I have nothing and, and, to add here. I just don't play I have FIFA nineteen. But football manager is way more my thing. That is your thing. I know Alan's into that that football manager. I tried it for a little bit, but I got mad when uh the GM for Orange County sacked me because I confronted him about the budget. So <laughs> You're essentially playing. It was like two weeks into my season, my first season, I confronted him about the budget because I wanted to bring in someone and he fired me because I made it public to the media. So good old football manager. Um, let, let's do this. and Let's uh, transition here to the USL E-Cup. Dylan mentioned Orange County played again today uh, and again dropped the points. They lost 2-0 to, I believe it was Charleston. And, and, and I think the very disappointing part of this is the Orange County uh, – Esports captain was manning the team for Orange County and uh, couldn't pull it off. Now, uh, granted, he typically plays in pro clubs 11 v 11 and actually has a roster of 11 players that he's playing with, which is a totally different uh, game than playing 1v1, controlling the whole team and stuff like that. Um, And when you play the pro clubs, you have your player, you've sort of developed him into what you like. So if you're more of a skill player, you're going to develop your player into that. 
you know, me, I developed my guy into a defensive, you know, six foot two center back because that's what I like to do. Um, but disappointing that I don't think he even scared the opponent in the match maybe once, but I don't know, Dylan or Alan or, or even you, Austin, if you got a chance to catch Orange County's match today um, before we even get to it, did any of you catch it? Personally did not, no. And I'm seeing Alan and Dylan shake their heads. Also, oh, great job covering that the match. Okay, Austin. Well, you know, until they start having me, and Alan announce their games. Call, so. call the games, right? Tell them you got you got to present it to them. You know, hey, Mike out there in Hartford is calling their EUSL matches. Yeah. Why can't we do it, right? Um, okay. Let's uh, let's say this that. Uh, really quick because. Um, Okay, we had a little bit of a glitch there. The audio cut out for those of you watching live stream or listening to the podcast. We're back on now. Um, Orange County is Cameroon. They face Charleston, who is Greece, and Greece beat Cameroon 2-0. Uh, the funny thing is uh, Orange County defender Kevin Alston was actually on the Twitch uh, comments, and he even called it out in the middle of the Twi uh, Twitch feed is, uh, since when has Greece had this much pace? Because you were watching this matchup, and Greece was just like outrunning Cameroon which I was pretty shocked at because I know Cameroon has some pacey guys on the roster. Uh, but again, I think it's that whole going from pro clubs, 11 V 11 to a single player, one V one. Austin, what do you think on that? Is, is Could that be a factor if you play like 99% pro clubs and now you're trying to jump into this one V one thing? Yeah, hundred um, percent pro clubs. You, you kind of learn when you're playing 11 V 11, especially you're learning what your other players are doing and you build a connection through that. So, you know, there's like, there's some synergy there. Um, you know when a person's going to make a run, and it's all user controlled. So it sometimes it makes more sense than what the computer's doing for you when you can't control certain runs and stuff like that. So I think it's a pretty big difference. And personally, I'm not a big pro club player. I do it just for fun. And I mean, we, me and my friends, we just mess around. But I know that 11, 11, 11 v 11 pro clubs can get pretty intense. And I think it's a totally different style of gameplay. Definitely. Um... What are your thoughts, Alan? Because you've now played both. You play some pro clubs with some of the other USL guys uh, or participants, and you also, of course, play in the USL Championship. Um, is it is there this difference when you're switching between the two, and can that be a big problem if you focus on one more than the other? Uh, well, I think I'm going to go the opposite. I think playing pro clubs has helped me get better at playing by myself uh, because I tend to play kind of a midfield role when I play pro clubs. Uh, so now I'm hanging back a little bit more, learning some more defensive things. Cause when you play by yourself, you're like always thinking offensively. Uh, like when you're learning the game, like I'm going to play like through a career. And so you're like, I'm not going to play as a defensive midfielder in a career. I'm going to be the guy who's trying to score goals. So like that was my way into FIFA. And then now it's like, I have to learn that midfield defender. And so just being able to focus on how a midfielder folk works in the game and, some sort of defensive things has helped me be a better defender when I'm playing by myself. Uh, so that's helped, uh, but it is a much different, it is a different game because like, I know that I'm going to try a through ball here. If I'm playing on a pro clubs, unless I'm talking or calling for through ball, I don't know what's coming until I'm reacting to it. Um, so it is a different kind of mindset when you go into the match. Um, I have my own thoughts on the EUSL thing as far as how they, randomly assigned clubs if you get like just just the statistics of group a group b group c there are zero 3.5 star teams in group a 
or none. Uh, like the averages of the star ratings, like the group C was below four stars. So like if you're, you either need to fix it by making everything equal, like everyone's 85 or do what the USL league does and say, here are the rent here, are, like here, you have to use 3.5 or lower. So there's everyone's playing that same kind of, play but now you have some individuality to it like i play more offensively so i'm going to choose this team i play more defensively so i'm going to choose this team and so you get a little bit more variety and actual like in interesting kind of gameplay um i wish but then but then alan we can say you would get like 30 percent of of the participants utilizing a team like celtic or um, early in the season, RB Salzburg, right. everyone was utilizing, right. right? So I think that's what uh, USL was trying to avoid is uh, too many people using the same team, which um, I, I get it, but I get what you're saying too. Right. It's like if I get stuck with a three and a half star, it's going to be really hard for me to beat a five star team. Like, it's just going to be really hard. Like, I can be a better player and it's still going to be really hard. Whereas so you think it's going to be hard if someone has Canada and they have to go against France? It's going to be hard yeah, for Canada to yeah, France? Yeah, of course. And in the way they're giving the points is I'm probably going to be in toward the bottom that first time. And then I'm going to be more competitive, but I'm never going to get back up. And if it's accumulation of points, unless you're a really good player with an average or a good player with a great team, like you're not going to win. So if you're the best player and you're playing with, you know, I know I'm going to get crap for calling out Wales again, but like a Wales or United States even, like it's going to be incredibly more challenging to get to that peak than someone who got lucky and got a France. So that well, was my, how did, the, how did the team choice, how did that happen? Uh, maybe Austin, maybe you can align us. Do you yeah. know how the teams got picked? So they took the top, the, the USL took the top 32 national teams ranked in FIFA and they did literally a random draw on a live show on YouTube and okay. the, the, it just popped up and that's who you got. It was I have my thoughts about it for sure, um, and you got a I mean, good that, team though. So I mean, I mean, you can't yeah. complain, right? No, I, I can't complain. But at the same time, after today's match, I kind of can. But at, yeah, I did get a good team. We got pretty lucky with our draw. Uh, we got England. Um, I think they were like the eighth best team. I was hoping for the Netherlands, and they were the seventh best team. So we were close to getting what I wanted. But England, I'm I'm happy with them, and I think we have the ability to compete with them. And I do feel bad for other teams that have you know lower star teams, but. Um, let me ask you this, because again, you're participating, you're representing uh, Miami FC or the Miami FC in, in this uh, tournament. How many uh, participants are part of that team? We have three. Um, it's three, myself. Three total, so including you? Okay. Yeah, it's myself, Romario Williams, and Mohamed Tiwal. So all three of us. I don't think uh, Mo has played a game yet. I think it was just Romario in the uh, the opening knockout round, and I played today, lost, but... Yeah, I think it might be Mo's turn to shine next week in Division B. So we'll see. And then um, let me ask you this. How did you end up uh, getting invited to be on this team? Was this part of uh, what you did with the USL, USL Championship? Or have you been um, involved in gaming with uh, in the Miami area there and they they just knew to look out for you? Or what, what happened there? Uh, so it was strictly based off my EUSL performances. Um, I'm pretty sure. So Miami FC, once I joined the EUSL, they reached out to me right away and were like, so awesome that you're representing us. This was before I even played a game. We want to send you out a jersey with your name on it, all this kind of stuff. Like, and I was like, wow, awesome, thanks. And so that's how that happened. I kept winning, I kept winning, I kept winning. And right before the USL E-Cup started, they reached out to me. They're like, hey, 
no one knows this yet, but the USL is about to come up with their FIFA league. If you're down, we want you to be our fan player because, you know, how they wanted to do like the team. So there's pro players and fans. Um, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, why not? Uh, it's another FIFA league to join. And now I'm like officially representing you. And they were already backing me anyway. They were retweeting my stuff about EUSL. And I thought that that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so that, that's how that happened. Through Twitter DMs, through Twitter DMs only. Well, I mean, that's a pretty cool story. I think uh, there was uh, a few of the USL Championship uh, participants that got invited or asked by their their pro clubs uh, to to represent them in this this sanctioned league. I guess we can call it that because uh, that's what it is. Um, unfortunately for me, I'm in the Xbox side of things, so I had no shot at this. And Orange County already has a pro gaming set up and. Uh, the owner is a huge FIFA gamer, so he's part of this thing. We haven't seen him yet participate in this. Uh, uh, maybe he'll be playing in a future or, or in a in a match upcoming here, which would be interesting to to watch. Um, so, congrats to you on that, because that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, and like you said, you just sort of decided, hey, I'm going to start playing FIFA again because this is happening, and now this has turned into you actually get to you know, sort of represent your club. I mean, I'm not going to even say sort of. You're representing your club there in the video game circuit um, and in both the fan forum uh, and in the sanctioned league. So that's, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, are you, your plans, if the EUSL championship continues, do you plan on sticking with it? Or is this sort of a one time and, and you're going to move on from there? Oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely sticking with it. Uh, it's a lot of fun for me. It's something to look forward to every week. And I feel like that's, I mean, especially in a time like now, you want things to look forward to. So even if there's sports comeback, it's always something like that I could always look forward to. So of course I'm going to join it again. I don't ever think I'll become like some kind of pro gamer. So I won't like, you know, be so far gone that I wouldn't join something, you know, at this level. I think this is my level and I have fun with it. So yeah, I would absolutely stick with it. And who knows if you win this week and you stay undefeated in the USL championship and you can pull off some future wins here in the uh, USL E-Cup, maybe some sort of uh, esports or some some sort of gaming uh check can come your way who knows on that um dylan are you uh surprised or were you surprised when you saw that some of these eusl championship participants got asked to represent their teams in the the league sanction league um because it was their clubs asking them no if it were the league then yes <laughs> i i mean it's always going to be this way, right? The league doesn't really know what's going on, even in Tampa. Uh, they're not <laughs> too involved with things. They're so, involved with the hot story for the most part, right? So, like, if you're Phoenix, you're gonna they're gonna know what's going on with you because obviously, you're Phoenix, obviously, you're Phoenix. If you're Tulsa, if you are New Mexico, then they love you. If you're if you're one of the founding else, members of the league. Then, then eh. um, but yeah, I, I'm actually glad to see that clubs are leaning into the fan bases here. It's very minimal in terms of things they could be doing for their fans. It's nothing special, like it's it's nothing incredible, but it is something. And at this kind of point, continuing to nurture the relationship that clubs have with their fans is kind of the only thing they need to be doing or can be doing because realistically we're not going to start playing in two months time. So keep the fans happy and keep them engaged and doing stuff like that and getting a player to play on your FIFA team is the way to go. 
And it gives, uh, you know, some people like you, Alan, uh, Mike out there in Hartford, an opportunity to practice uh, what potentially could be something for you guys, right? Some some play-by-play, -play, color commentary. Uh, I mean, Dylan, Alan, you guys have been doing an awesome job for for my matches. I know it's uh, uh, it's difficult sometimes. I, I've picked the most difficult teams for you guys to have to call matches for with names and stuff, but you guys have done a great job. And I I hear Mike out there has been doing a pretty good uh, job in the East Conference for some of the matches. Have you gotten a chance, Austin, to uh, catch any of his play-by-play -play or maybe just the goals of the week stuff seen from him out there? Uh Definitely caught goals of the week when that started, and then I got to watch him do the stuff for Hartford in the USL E Cup, which was amazing. I mean, he's he's fantastic, uh, funny, and you know he keeps it really entertaining. And you know, watching a video game for some people uh, isn't all too entertaining, but you know, he keeps. I feel like he keeps a lot of the watchers, you know, interested, which is really cool. No, that's cool, and that's one of the reasons I asked Dylan and Alan to to, to try this out for me for my team. My matches because we are going to stream them on all of our social media stuff so i wanted to make it sort of special and I, I figured with what 90 something participants most of them are either going to be using the in-game commentary either the english version the spanish version um some of them will just have the the stadium sounds and they'll just you know talk with you on the mic you know you know curse when they make a mistake and you know, say something about oh i should have done this type thing i figured i wanted to find a way to give anyone that would be interested in watching our matches uh, a different experience than what most other um, options we're going to have nothing against you know going with the basic stuff and dylan and alan for for their part have been sports in this and i think they sort of uh laughed behind my back when i asked them to maybe try this out but i mean for them it, it's been pretty fun i think I, I i listened to them and i think they're having a good time doing this uh trying to come up with in your face interesting stuff when you ask yeah probably um, and continue to laugh in your face every week but it's been no, a really good time noticing that didn't ever say that we were good at it we're like oh they're just no. really great sports and it's it's just different <laughs> from the other commentary so it's like it's special i'm like, gonna have to check things, it out I'll, I'll, also I'll get my own opinion on it i'll have to check it out those are the things my mom <laughs> told me when i brought home art from kindergarten like the, the same kind of feedback it's so special like it's so unique everyone else is just painting this and you're painting that like you really gave it your all you you guys give it your all though i mean that's that's what it is and uh Dal dylan way for uh interacting on our social media there um apparently someone that was listening to us is not a fan of poland i don't i don't think we ever once mentioned poland but that came up in our in our chat also got stuck with a team that is rated pretty poorly because he's playing Little... for uh, Greenville Triumph. And... Oh, so is that oh, Gio? Man. Is that Gio? Yes. That is Gio. That is yeah. Gio. Yeah, I became good friends with him. He uh he had a crazy game today. Really laggy, but he got the win. So I think the Orange County game had a little bit of lag too. Because I think before it went live, they were you could see the uh, what is it the latency on there, and it was all yellows for most of the time. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun match. And as a player, especially if you know you have some pretty good internet, like it, it gets frustrating when you have that going on because it can totally ruin uh your performance out there um i think i think our best match was the john prine tribute match i think that was like that was that was peak that was, <laughs> that was peak it's good down here did that, you guys ever figure out did you guys ever figure out how many references you got into that commentary probably close to 40 yeah if not more that was that was a fun night yeah gotta, it doesn't need to be good right? another theme for another match watching 
the Orange and Black Soccer Cast USL Championship coverage because you want to watch good FIFA plays or listen to good commentary. You're watching because you are probably binge drinking and slash or just need to laugh at something and are sick of your family, which we Why? deliver that kind of goodness. So you're welcome, America. <laughs> With the Codilla now. Hey, you know what? You guys have done a great job for it. I, I I listen to what you guys are saying while I'm playing, and it's usually about a 10 to 15 second delay. So I sort of know what's gonna happen. And sometimes I'm I'm playing, I know I make a mistake, I make a bad pass, or I do something, and I wait to hear what you guys are gonna say in it because I know you guys are gonna just sort of rip me one with with your commentary or or make fun of me or whatever that's gonna be. So no one can yes. accuse us of being homers. <laughs> Oh no, no! You guys more than more than more often than not, you guys are making fun of me for my bonehead moves. Like, uh, and the funny thing is, I think I've heard Alan at one point uh, in his matches. I don't know if it was actually on the streams on a, a practice match or something, but he's actually said, "I'm I'm pulling array um, when his goalkeeper passes the ball to the the other team. Oh yeah, yep, I'm pulling array there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do not have Homer play-by-play play guys I, I will admit that and i love that i don't want homer play-by-play play guys i want people that are going to call it as is uh make fun of me when i when i do something stupid when i'm playing fifa because i know i did a stupid thing let let them make fun of it because why would why would anyone make a pass like that is what i'm telling myself and then i get to hear what dylan and alan say about that and it's a lot more funny hearing what they have to say than hearing what uh the 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 guys from the actual Tyler game and alan smith yes. Is it or Alan? the other two? There's another oh, pair. Derek Ray yeah. and Lee. No, don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's, but you guys do way better than the game play-by-play because I've heard that game play-by-play for the last 10 years of playing the game. Lee Dixon. It's like all the same stuff. There you go, Lee Dixon. Lee Dixon uh, and Derek Ray. Yeah. <laughs> so Austin, Austin, in the uh, USL E-Cup, you lost today. What happened? Uh, Mbappe happened. That's that's plain and simple. Mbappe happened. I mean, the draw it was tough because we got France in the first round, and uh, you know I knew it was going to be tough no matter what the guy's play level, like his skill level was. Uh, happened to be a pretty good player. He went up early, uh, equalized right after the second half, and he literally scored practically the same goal twice with Mbappe, just him running through my center backs and getting a near near post finish. So John Stones can't catch up to. Kylian Mbappe, it's just never going to happen. So um, I, I played as good I, as, I mean, there were some things that I would adjust rewatching the game, but overall, I, I, I genuinely think if the teams were switched, maybe it'd be a different outcome, but, you know, it's just it's just the luck of the draw, so. Definitely. Um, anything else we want to talk about video game-wise? We actually have spent a good, uh, what, 40 minutes on video game soccer. Do we want to move on to any real life soccer or sports news that we can think of before we start wrapping things up. Dylan, let me go to you first. I just want to say we're massive nerds for having talked about FIFA for 40 minutes. We've been doing this every week for the last like eight weeks, Dylan. Yeah. How's that for some content? (laughs) We did do a good solid two minutes on making fun of Ray though. That's true. Like that's always the highlight of my week these days. (laughs) We don't have any Orange County games, so it's just getting to rag on him in the podcast, getting to rag on him during his streams. It's the little things. 
it, keeps it, me it going. I, I, I'm glad I can do that for you. I'm glad, um, you know, when you want to rag on me on the podcast because I butcher a, a saying or I can't pronounce something correctly, although I can get Austin's name correctly, which is freaking amazing, Austin. If you haven't listened to us before, I'm notorious at butchering names. Even like literally yes. like seconds after someone has given me the proper way to say it, I go on and I just butcher it and I've done it with our GM. I've done it with our players. I've done it with guests. And so the fact that I was able to get your name correct, but I bet you a million dollars if I try it again, I'm going to butcher it. And just I, keep, I it, just keep it as a one for one. Don't even try again. Just keep it as a one out of one. Don't even try again. <laughs> yes, your pronunciation is much better today. <laughs> pronunciation. Every... <sighs> the, um, the funny thing when you, when you join our podcast here, Austin, too, is we got a teacher, although he's a band teacher, but he is a teacher. And we have a, a literary expert over here. He loves books and poems and anything that involves reading big words. So they make fun of the way I say things sometimes because uh, I like to read a carrot. He, he, he bombs some sponsor reads for like a month. We're like, no, 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 it's Icarus. And he's like, it's Icarus. Icarus. Icarly. <laughs> Icarly FC. Yes. Um, which reminds That's me, I need jersey. to follow up with, with, with them because I, I need to see what our mock-up jerseys are going to look like. We're trying to create some jerseys. We're going to put our the, the USL logo on it, but it's mostly just to represent our podcast on it. So i got to figure out what's going on with that because I want to get those. Um, then let's do this. Let's talk about some, some sports stuff instead of making fun of me. So Dylan just decided he wanted to say awesome for making fun. Alan, is there any soccer or other sports stuff that you can think of that's worth talking about? Bundesliga is coming back, I guess. Maybe it's possible. There's dates next weekend, so we'll see if it actually happens. Wasn't there like a second league team out there that had to go in quarantine because uh, yes. like three or four cases? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's scheduled for this weekend, but <laughs> I'm not like committing to watching those games yet because I don't want it to break my heart. That's all I'm saying. So you're basically saying you're not subscribing to Fox Sports at this point because you don't really know if it's going to happen or not. Um. I just don't want it to be Lucy, and I don't want to be Charlie Brown. Let's just put it that way. Well done. That's <laughs> a, way to put a great reference. <laughs> How um, about you out there, Austin, out there in uh, – are you in Miami? Is that where, where you live? Or you... I'm just north of Miami. So, yeah, I mean, we could say Miami. I'm just north of Miami. Just say yes. Are you in Fort Lauderdale, per chance? Uh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Do you live at Lockhart? Uh, no, but I'm about 10, <laughs> about 10 minutes away. But, yeah, rest in peace, Lockhart. <laughs> that joke is not going to hit with anyone on the West Coast, but I think it'll hit with anyone who might be listening that's from 100%. They will, the yeah. Southeast. Uh, once, I, once I put this out and they listen to that, they'll, they'll appreciate it. This is what reading does. Dylan knows stuff outside of Southern California because he reads. Um, let's, uh, let me ask you this. Is there, is there any interesting stuff going on out there sports-wise? I, know, like, I, 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 I don't know if I've done it on our podcast, but I've sort of like joked a little bit how it seems like a lot of sports leagues are thinking of using Florida as a – stepping stone to go live uh you know with a uh, wwe sort of started it all with doing one of their shows like at their studios there in 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 orlando i believe or somewhere in that area uh, there's talks of of a lot of the i think there's talks of most of the major sports thinking of using florida as sort of a stepping stone to get things going again what are you hearing out there or what are you anticipating out there um, i know that the nba talked about using vegas and orlando as you know, two hotspots to play all the games. And as well, I think the MLS 
just said that they want to do all games in Orlando, which is, I, I think it's like a little crazy. Field complex right there in Orlando or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a there's definitely a good spot for it. Um, it's kind of like right in the middle of a neighborhood, though, too. But it it is. I mean, I don't think that it's the most feasible. You know, they, I don't think they can get anything started. I don't think it's possible, um, especially without spectators. I don't think that they're going to want to start this yet. The Bundesliga. I mean, kudos to them for really wanting to get back to going. I don't think it's smart. I actually don't even think the games will happen this weekend, but we'll see. I do want to see that Schalke Dortmund game, though. That should be that that would be a good one, but I, I kind of doubt it goes on. Well, well, the the plan in Orlando gave us my favorite Jeff Reuter tweet of all time. <laughs> it says, I'll say one thing for this plan. It's a good way to finally put a playoff team in Orlando. Yes. And as an Inter Miami fan, that feels good. Jeff Reuter of the Atlantic, ladies and gentlemen. Zing, zing, zing. Hey, thank you for that, Alan, because now we can actually sort of put his name into our, uh, you know, keywords for our search. So maybe we'll be found when people are searching for him. We'll we'll find this random Orange County Soccer Club podcast and say, hey, let's listen to this. There's nothing else. We'll have to wait all the way to the very end. It's like clickbait. It's like this is perfect clickbait. Hey, we trust about me. Anytime anyone mentions anything that's worth clickbaiting, I will put it on our on our keywords. Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, don't curse us with that. No, no, we can just move on. We can tag it and move on. Tag it, move on. Terrific apartheid energy. What's what's a good uh, what's a good name drop you can give us, Austin? David Beckham. All right, Dylan, give us a name drop. Um, he's speechless, no. ladies and gentlemen. No, couldn't even think of like some like famous dead poet that he could name, but uh, decided not to. Um, let's do yeah. this. Let's just wrap things up because this is Wait. going into sort of a a deep abyss of nothingness here. We're just gonna get into a deep every week. Every week we do this. Every week, every week at about this, this point, is yeah. The orange and void. Abyss cast. Yes. Um, (laughs) We didn't give Austin a heads up, but what we typically like to do each episode is end with a random thought. It doesn't have to be soccer related. It can be anything. Uh, Dylan likes to torture us with some big fat book he wants us all to read. Although I don't think anyone ever reads it except for maybe one or two people. Um, Alan usually has something interesting to say. Usually. Uh, So let's start off with uh, Dylan. He's already yawning because he's thinking of some boring book to read. What book are you going to have us read this week, Dylan? I think I've actually recommended this one in the past. It's like the size of my face. Um, It's called Collapse, How Societies Choose to Fail or Succeed. It's by Jared Diamond. Um, I've definitely brought this up before. He also wrote Guns, Germs, and Steel. But why not read a book about the fall of society as we... do things Arizona's opening back up yeah that's happening that's a thing that's happening that's a great way to have a societal Jared Diamond that's not where I was (laughs) pointing so good luck Uh, if you are one of our listeners in Arizona I wish you nothing but the best and nothing but good luck and health or if you live in Michigan or Ohio, Florida, 
you know, wherever you live, good luck. Hey, point. spring training can resume now that Arizona's back open and Florida. I guess they would allow spring tra- training out there as well. Uh, Alan, uh, yes. random thought for you. Um, I'm going to make a podcast recommendation. Um, it's called Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Zach and Donald. And Zach Braff and Donald Faison are doing a rewatch of. I'm just going to keep talking over that. And so we can just <laughs> pretend that that didn't happen. Um, thank you, Ray. Um, Fake Doctors, Real Friends. It's a Scrubs rewatch. They go episode by episode and they talk about some stuff behind the scenes. Uh, they bring in pl- um, character interviews, they'll bring on guests. Uh, and they kind of talk about general things, background stuff of the show, and some specific stuff that happened in the episode. Uh, so if you are a Scrubs fan, uh, it is a great podcast. If you're not a Scrubs fan, shame on you. Um, if So if you've never seen Scrubs, it's a pretty fun uh, half an hour show, 20 minutes, about um, the ER. And they're learning how to be doctors. And it's funny and moving and emotional and a great tv show uh so check it out it's called fake doctors real friends with zach and donald so we'll do this uh ladies gentlemen if you're listening to this either live or on the podcast version uh tweet at us let us know which are you going to do over the other are you going to watch or listen to alan's podcast or are you going to read dylan's big fat book um that's like looks like it's like 700 800 pages so um no Dylan's saying no. Uh, let me go to you, Austin. What's your random thought for uh, for our listeners? Um, you know, you kind of hit me, you know, with a curveball here, and I'm going to go with. So I'm not going to shout anything out except for a method of eating that I think that a lot of people need to hear. Um, if you like Oreos and you like dunking them in milk, and you don't like getting your fingers wet when you put your Oreos in milk, just use a fork and stick it in the cream. That's my shot. That, that's my random thought of the week. <laughs> For that's those of you not watching the live feed, Dylan's face was <laughs> awesome on How that many random thought. People are afflicted by this. I just listen, just, I personally didn't like putting my because you if, have to get the whole Oreo wet. Dylan, if it's if all it is is if it's only one person, we've done our job. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's Be it's like only me one. in college. If it's 85% done, good enough. Just accept that. <laughs> Who cares? 85% done chicken. Go with it. Do it, man. 85% chicken is awesome. 85% done with your quarantine? Screw it. Get out on there in the public. Salmon? Don't need that. 85%. Who cares? Steak tartare is a thing, so you don't need to. 0%. I truly cannot imagine a world in which you just dunk your hand into milk. Well, Dylan, go for it with some uh, chicken tartare and let us know how that goes. Um, (laughs) Random thought for the evening for me is I mentioned, I think, like two or three episodes ago, uh, me and my wife, we started watching The Last Man on Earth randomly like two weeks ago, having no idea what the show is about. If you haven't watched the show, I don't want to spoil it too much. Other than it's about a virus that kills pretty much the whole planet, except for a few people that have are, are immune to this virus. We just finished binge-watching it. Um, unfortunately, it got canceled before they could do a fifth season, so it sort of leaves on a cliffhanger, so you're sort of stuck with that. Um, you get a some closure on some things, but then just this crazy cliffhanger. Uh, I'm now going to have to go into um, the internets and YouTubes to find out what the plan was for season five and beyond. Uh, but again, I just thought it was random that we just decided to watch this just randomly switch, looking through shows. And it was sort of a, an awesome topic for 
the world we're living in nowadays when we didn't know what it was about. So that's that. Um, really quick, let's uh, let's give everyone a chance to let our listeners know where to listen, follow, pay attention, whatever. I'm going to start with our guest, Austin. Uh, share any social media, any Twitch feeds, whatever other feeds you may have where our listeners can follow you and, and watch your matches. Uh, yeah, so I have a Twitch channel. Just got to the affiliate status, so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's just type in Arobi, A-R-O-B-I, right into the search bar. It'll come right up. Uh, my Twitter is uh, it's Arobi, uh, as is my Instagram, just I-T-S-A-R-O-B-I. And I also have my own kind of podcast thing over on what's called Five Reasons Sports Network uh, called The Black and Pink Show, where we talk about Inner Miami. So if you want to check that out, do that too. Definitely. We'll, we'll have to check that out there. Um... And uh, if you are fine with it, we'll add a, a little link to your show on, on our website too. We like to do that with any guests that join us and would you like to share the love? Uh, Dylan, how about yourself? Where can our listeners find more of your thoughts? Horrific ramblings. You can find those on Twitter at OCSC underscore Dylan on Reddit slash U slash OCSC underscore Dylan at eldonnews.org under the byline Dylan Allen or on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Scott's Bedroom. And go listen to that uh, amazing rendition of a John Denver classic there as well. Uh, Alan, if any of our listeners want to learn how to play the trombone and want some private lessons, where can they reach out to you? Um, at Dylan at Orange and Black. No. Um, <laughs> you can find me at A Underwood 48 on the Twitter machines. Apparently that's also my Twitch TV channel, I guess. I got like two f- viewers last time, so I guess that's a thing that's happening. I was one um, of them, I think. I, I don't know if I watched your last match, actually. So I, don't, I don't think I watched my last match. That we was the problem. There. Yeah, we definitely. Can you let us oh, know? Oh, yeah, we weren't we there. Were no. Yeah, I would yeah like you got to let us know, know Alan. We didn't know. Luckily, I, I have set to auto. Alan. We auto host Alan's channel on our channel, too. So if you follow us uh, and just watch our channel 24 7, you'll be able to eventually see Alan's matches on there. I might just start commentating those matches hey we offered alan and he just sort of didn't tell us because i think he's just like nope i'm just gonna play he doesn't want to get roasted you know what that this is a standing <laughs> offer to anyone in the usl team player whatever reach out to dylan and alan yeah D- dm me or if you want it just you can email dylan e- email him at, uh dylan at ocscpodcast.com and he'll he'll get back to you yeah or will, alan at ocscpodcast.com do it. I've got hey, a pretty. Hey. I've got a big game. You can do mine. I'm ready. Perfect. Let's I'll do it. it. Yeah. You mind? Yeah. <laughs> Look, at Look at this. Marketing, uh, everyone. This is networking 101. Yes. I think. This is I don't the way know. things I've never are done. done. Um, yeah, you could follow me at DJ Ray Samora uh, on Twitter. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at OCSE underscore SoccerCast. Look for us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Twitch. We have our Twitch channel where you can watch my match along with any other matches we're hosting at any point, uh, including Alan. Uh, and we'll look to get uh, Austin's matches on there. I think I have them set for auto host, but maybe need to move him up higher on the list since he's joined us on the show. Give him a little uh, a little kick there. I don't know how many followers or how many watches we'll get you, Austin. But, hey, if, it, if it's even just one, it's worth it, right? Um, or go to our website, ocscpodcast.com, to listen to any of our previous episodes, read any stories we've written, even though we haven't written anything in like two and a half months. Um, but eventually I'm going to talk to Dylan and Alan and get them to start writing again. I'm going to crack the whip on them. Yep. I knew it was going to be bullying. (laughs) 
bullying. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't think... paying attention. Ray was talking. What happened? <laughs> this one time. I want to thank Shane. You want to thank Icarus FC? Go for it, Alan. Austin. What? Icarus, go. I got it. I got it. I got it. It's tired. Coming. Tired. Sorry. Excuse me. Um. Tired of the same cookie quitter jersey. Cookie quitter. Come on. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Perfect. Good job, Alan. Good try, Dylan, at your ASMR version of our read for Icarus FC. I want to thank our guest, Austin, for taking some time and staying up really late out there in Florida to speak with us about uh, USL Championship, EUSL Cup, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Austin, you're welcome to join us. Anytime in the future, just let me know. Uh, for Dylan, for Alan Austin, I'm Ray. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, and we are out. You have been listening to the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. For the latest Orange County SC news and information, visit our website, ocscpodcast.com. Also, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com.